Hi everyone, welcome to today's podcast. My wife Anna is going to be telling me a story about a tractor and a scooter and a, and a couch. No? I think that's story right now. <laughs> is that the way the story? Relax, no one's listening to this. <laughs> How does it go? Go ahead. How does it go? Which one? Which story? I got two. The one about the couch. Okay, so I was listening to... Chris Palatone's podcast this morning, and he was talking. Well, the, the the name of the teaching is "Encountering God's Love." Wow. So some of us think we know that about God's love, but we don't really know or have experienced the love of the Father. And so you know, there's a scripture in Ephesians wow. that speaks that's of that's beautiful. Uh, starting now, you got my attention. Yeah. See, the first story you just started talking. Yeah. You didn't give me that. Yeah, so it, it makes sense um, to what I learned this morning because a lot of us know scriptures. A lot of us have memorized scripture. But do we have it deep in our soul and that we know that we know that Daddy loves you? So that's that's what I learned today. And, um, you know, it's easy to memorize a scripture, but to experience the Father's love and know that He's forgiven you, know that He loves you. Nobody wants to be good to you. That's another story. So <clears throat> there's a scripture in Ephesians that says that, you know, Paul is pushing the Ephesians to, you know, that they would know the depth and the width and the height of God's love for them, which is in abundance because there's a scripture in Ephesians 3.20. It says, for God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or imagine or According, though, this is to the power. This is the one part I think people leave off is according to the power that's inside of you, okay, inside of me, inside of everybody that believes. So I loved I loved what I learned because, you know, when we encounter problems, you know, God is, is able to do beyond what you could ever imagine to solve your problem. I don't care if it's a behind the rent thing or if it's your marriage or if it's you're in a in a depression or your children are rebellious whatever remember when our the, the red car failed remember the repair two hours we waited at the restaurant yeah and the car was never showed up from the yes what was i doing before taking one scripture right over and over again right right experiencing that scripture right as a miracle happened right Treated as a right. We got scooped up, treated for lunch. What was the problem? Tell me <clears throat> the pr- problem was with the car. the car. Something happened. We needed to drop it off at the mechanics, and then I, we I in hot hot Las Vegas. I experienced uh, a scripture. Blow it up. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. <clears throat> so, getting back to my story here, is one of the things that. <clears throat> You know, we ha- we run into a situation and we don't we don't pull in the love of the Father to remember He's such a good God, He's such a merciful God. Whatever your problem is, you know He's there to help us. And so um, there's there's truth to what He's saying is that that it's so easy to think. We may just know God and He's a God of love, okay? Because that's what the Scripture says. The Scripture says God is love, or it says that um, you know God so loved the world He gave His only begotten Son. I mean, there's scriptures that back that up. There's no doubt in my mind about that. 
But if I'm down here on the earth and and love and I and you know and there is it's heaven and earth and I'm supposed to live life on earth as it is in heaven. Well, heaven's full of love. We all know that. But well, not really because I haven't been there. But you know, we, what we read in the scripture it says that there's no tears and no pain and no sorrows and we're worshiping God. Okay, so um, if if I begin to worship, I got to sometimes worship my way out of my problems. But the starting point has to be: Can I fathom how much my Father in Heaven? loves me I gotta just keep wallowing in that you know spend time with him meditate meditate on on the miracles that he's done for you in the past meditate on the miracles that he's done in the Bible for others you know so anyway that I learned that but anyways Chris told a really interesting story which was about about how he encountered a problem it was a great testimony I loved it, um, how when he was going through something in life, you know, he ended up, one of his kids was going through a divorce and it really, you know, you know, caused him pain. He said he spent six months on the couch. Um, so his wife finally referred him to the, to the counselor and the counselor came, heard his story. And then afterward, after he told him his son was going to divorce and he's been on the couch for six months, the counselor said, well, what's the problem? And so he looked at him like, you know, he didn't understand. And so he told him again the experience that he was going through was causing him to be on the couch. And so the counselor repeated back again, what? Okay, so now what's your, what's, what's, what is the problem? What do you, you know, why is this a problem to you? You know, of course, Chris couldn't get that, but then he, the, you know, he told him again, why are you, he goes, I told you I'm on the couch. Okay, what's the problem? He could try and find out from Chris, what is the problem? And, and so he finally just said, told him, look, in Corinthians, scripture says, love is long suffering. So what he was, the, the counselor was trying to teach him was that, you know, if you're, you're in love. So if you're suffering or grieving or something's happened to you, you're in love. Okay. And that's where we're supposed to be. You know, love is kind, love is patient, love is, you know, not proud and all that kind of stuff. But when you're going through pain about a situation, maybe in your family or your own pain, or he was trying to explain that, you know, that's, it's a nor, it's not weird to feel that. And it's long suffering. And so what we want to remember is that, that God is God is there for you in those times because the scripture tells you, you know, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, you know, and it says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Okay, I can't think of anybody better to be with you than your God and walking through with you, holding your hand, wanting to to be the light in the dark place and you know bring you through it and and that's what I learned today is that okay yeah sometimes we we go through problems sometimes the situation looks dire but God is with us and if God is with us what or who can be against us the scripture in Romans says so um anyway 
just let's continue to experience God the way he wants us to. He's not a punishing God. He's a lavishing God. He likes to lavish us from from the top of our heads to the bottom of the soles of our feet. You know, one of the things that I I do, I feel good about is I know when I when I'm going just shopping at the grocery store. I say, God, where are we going? Where should I go? Because I have a list going on. So, where do you want to go? Let's go. We've got to go here. You know, I just kind of involve him in that. So, it, it's worked for me in that when I go to the store, now I get a great deal. Everything is smooth and it flows. I got better deals than I expected. Um, I got treated quickly. I got treated kindly. Um, I just... I just love that. I just feel like when I walk in a store, I've got the favor of God around me. And even as I'm home also, and I got a situation or a problem, I need to, to get something accomplished via the telephone. I got to call somewhere, wait in the queue, and it's, you know, that can be frustrating in itself. So I always tell God, God, I don't want to fight about this. I need help here. And um, I mean, I've had situations that are just, just amazing you know where I'm wowed like God just wanted to bless me and 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 I'm just for involving him in my day on the days I don't involve him watch out you know I I tend to just go from the top of the mountain and I I think if I don't involve my God in my problems or my my God or for him to guide my feet Um, or for direct my ways, you know. Uh, The scripture says in Proverbs, um, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he will make your path straight. And, um, you know, so he'll he'll, uh, pave the way for you. Open the door, the right door, give you the right person to help you. Um, Just, it'll be really awesome. So uh, thank you for listening. I just wanted to share that word. I am going to read something from from Jesus today because it always speaks to my heart. Um, And it, it says, When you are feeling overwhelmed by your circumstances, take time to listen to me. Hear me saying, Take courage. It is. I don't, it is, I, it is I, oh, okay, help me with my reading, Lord, don't be afraid, listening to me when you're feeling stressed requires discipline and trust, your racing thoughts make it hard to hear my gentle whisper, ask the Holy Spirit to calm your mind so you can hear my voice. Remember that I, the Prince of Peace, am with you at all times. I am not only with you, I'm also in your circumstances. Moreover, I'm in control of everything that happens to you. Although I am never the author of evil, I am fully able to use bad things for good. Amen. This does not remove your suffering, but it does redeem it. Yes, Lord. Infusing it with meaning. So if you're in a storm of difficulties, I say to you, take courage, it is I. 
Search for signs of my abiding presence in your current situation. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Wow, see that's just another God shot for us. Okay, it's amazing how what I kind of was confirming is that, you know, God is in our circumstances and um, he's, he controls everything that happens to us. And um, he's always turning bad things for good. And, you know, even though we do suffer sometimes, he, the scripture says he redeems, he's, uh, redeems the times for us. So it says here in the scriptures, it says, Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Matthew 14, 27. After the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. 1 Kings 19, 12. For unto us the child is born. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. In Isaiah 9, 6. And the last scripture I have from Jeremiah 29, 13 is, You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. And that's, that's the word of the day. I hope it encouraged you. I hope it helped you. Keep seeking God. Keep believing God for the miraculous. Um, put your dreams out there for him to do what he can do. Uh, that's beyond our, our comprehension. So I just want to thank the Father for allowing this time this morning. Father, we thank you. We come before you again with joy and and, and just praise for who you are, Lord. And and, and we just honor you and we worship you, Lord, because that you deserve that from us, Lord God. You're a great God. You're a loving God. And you want to be good to us all, Lord God. So, Father, thank you. I pray that uh, whoever listened to this, Lord, would be lifted up today, Lord God, that, that you would meet their need, Lord, that you would, Father, first of all, pour out your love like they've never experienced it before, Lord, that they would feel it in their spirit, Lord God. Father, they would, they, would, they would encounter you, experience you from the width, the depth, and the height of the love that you have. According um, to the book of Ephesians, it says you're able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think according to the power that's inside of us, which is our Jesus. So thank you. We, I bless you in Jesus' name. And thank you, Father, for healing anyone that's listening to this, Lord, that you would release your healing power over them, Lord God, and that all will be well with everyone, Lord. And Father, thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for coming in today to listening to God's Word. We're going to be reading, starting with Proverbs 23, and then jump over to Psalms 23. And then from there on, we'll just move up and down the Psalms. 
getting the Word of God into our hearts and minds and souls and living by a good format that pays well. It pays to put the Word of God first. Here we go, Proverbs 23 in English. Got it in Spanish here. Let me switch over to English language. Here we go. And they're watching the game on the other side, okay? So bear with me. Okay, Proverbs 23. When you sit down to dine with a ruler. Okay, we're doing a uh, King James this month. We're about done with the month. So let me switch over instead of the Amplified. As I remembered, let's, let's pray. God... Give us the enthusiasm and the joy to hear your word. Relieve us of any malfunction and cause us to walk in righteousness for your glory and your honor. Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, I got the new King James version. For some reason, I couldn't locate the regular King James. Here we go. When you sit down to eat with a ruler, consider carefully what is before you. And put a knife to your throat if you're a man given to appetite. Do not desire his delicacies, for they are deceptive food. Do not overwork to be rich, because your own understanding cease. Will you set your eyes on that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings. They fly away like an eagle toward heaven. Do not eat the bread of a miser, nor desire his delicacies. For as he thinks in his heart, so he is. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. The morsel you have eaten, you will vomit up and waste your pleasant words. Do not speak in the hearing of a fool, for he will despise the wisdom of your words. Do not remove the ancient landmarks, nor enter the fields of the fatherless. For their Redeemer is mighty, he will plead their cause against you. Apply your heart to instruction and your ears to words of knowledge. Do not withhold correction from a child, for if you beat him with a rod, he will not die. You should beat him with a rod and deliver his soul from hell. My son, if your heart is wise, my heart will rejoice indeed. I myself, yes, my inmost being will rejoice when your lips speak right things. Do not let your heart envy sinners, but be zealous for the fear of the Lord all the day. For surely there is a hereafter, and your hope will not be cut off. Hear, my son, and be wise, and guide your heart in the way. Do not mix with wine-bibbers, or with gluttonous eaters of meat. For the drunkard and the glutton will come to poverty, and drowsiness will clothe a man with rags. Listen to your father who begot you, and do not despise your mother when she is old. Buy the truth, and do not sell it. Also wisdom and instruction, and understanding. The father of the righteous will greatly rejoice, and he who begets a wise child will delight in him. Let your father and your mother be glad, and let her who bore you rejoice. My son, give me your heart. And let your eyes observe my ways. For a harlot is a deep pit, 
and a seductress is a narrow well. She also lies in wait as for a victim and increase the unfaithful among men. Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has contentions? Who has complaints? Who has wounds without cause? Who has redness of eyes? Those who linger long at the wine, those who go in search of mixed wine. Do not look at the wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it swirls around smoothly. At the last, it bites you like a serpent and stings you like a viper. Your eyes will see strange things and your heart will utter perverse things. Yes, you will be like one who lies down in the midst of the sea, or like one who lies at the top of the mast, saying, They have struck me, but I was not hurt. They have beaten me, but I did not feel it. When shall I awake that I may seek another drink? All right, now we move over to Psalm 23. King David's Psalm his most most famous psalm of all, Psalm 23. Here we go. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leaves me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leaves me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now we go to Psalm 53. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt and have done abominably iniquity. Abominable iniquity. There is none who does good. God looks down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there are any who understand who seek God. Every one of them has turned aside. They have together become corrupt. There is none who does good. No, not one. Have the workers of iniquity no knowledge who eat up my people as they eat bread and do not call upon God? There they are in great fear, where no fear was. For God has scattered the bones of him who encamps against you. You have put them to shame, because God has despised them. Oh, that the salvation of Israel would come out of Zion, when God brings back the captivity of his people. Let Jacob rejoice, and Israel be glad. Psalm 83. Thank you for listening in today. Appreciate your ears. It says, Do not keep silent, O God. Do not hold your peace, and do not be still, O God. 
For behold, your enemies make a tumult, and those who hate you have lifted up their heads. They have taken crafty counsel against your people and consulted against and they have consulted against your people and consulted together against your shelter ones. They have said, Come, let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel may be remembered no more. For they have consulted together with one consent. They form a confederacy against you. The tents of Edom and the Ishmaelites, Moab and the Hagrites, Gebel, Ammon, and Amalek, Philistia with the inhabitants of Tyre, Assyria also has joined with them. They have helped the children of Lot. Deal with them as with Medium, as with Sisera, as with Jabin of the brook of Kishon, who perished at Endor, who became as refuge on the earth. Make their nobles like Oreb or like Zeb, yes, all their princes like Zeba and Samuna who said, Let us take for ourselves the pastures of God for a possession. O oh my God, make them like the whirlwind dust, like the shaft before the wind. As the fire burns the woods, and as the flame sets the mountains on fire, so pursue them with your tempest, and frighten them with your storm. Fill their faces with shame, that they may seek your name, O Lord. Let them be confounded and dismayed forever, Yes, let them be put to shame and perish, that they may know that you, whose name alone is the Lord, are the Most High over all the earth. Psalm 113. Psalm 113, the majesty and condensation of God. Praise the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to its going down, the Lord's name is to be praised. The Lord is high above all nations, His glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, who dwells on high, who humbles Himself to behold the things that are in the heavens and in the earth? He raises the poor out of the dust and lifts the needy out of the ash heap that he may seat him with princes, with the princes of his people. He grants the barren woman at home, like a joyful mother of children, praise the Lord. Amen. Now, Psalm 143. A earnest appeal for guidance and deliverance. A Psalm of David. Hear my prayer, O Lord, give ear to my supplications. In your faithfulness answer me, and in your righteousness. Do not enter into judgment with your servant, for in your sight no one living is righteous. For the enemy has persecuted my soul, he has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me dwell in darkness like those who go have long been dead. Therefore my spirit is overwhelmed within me, my heart within me is distress. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all your works. I muse on the works of your hands. I spread out my hands to you. 
My soul longs for you like a thirsty land. Answer me speedily, O Lord. My spirit fails. Do not hide your face from me, lest I be like those who go down into the pit. Cause me to hear your loving kindness in the morning, for in you do I trust. Cause me to know the way in which I should walk, for I lift up my soul to you. Deliver me, O Lord, from my enemies. In you I take shelter. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Your spirit is good. Lead me in the land of uprightness. Revive me, O Lord, for your name's sake. For your righteousness' sake, bring my soul out of trouble. In your mercy, cut off my enemies and destroy all those who afflict my soul, for I am your servant.